Very good morning to all my neighbours in Sid Valley Land, and indeed to all of you who live outside the centre of what on Sunday is, at least is the centre of the musical universe. You're listening to the mighty Booker T and the MGs with a 1962 tune signature tune, Green Onions, which can only mean one thing. You're listening to the Sunday morning mod slot. I'm Adrian Brown, and over the next two hours, I'm going to give you the gift of the best rock, pop, soul, jazz and blues you'll hear this or any other weekend. And I thought it'd be nice to kick things off today with an Armenian folk song. Dick Dale and his Deltones with a 1962 surf rock version of Mizaloo. More traditional versions of which became very popular from the 1920s in the USA, thanks to immigrants from ethnic and Greek and Armenian communities who fled the Ottoman Empire to make a new home in the land of the free. 
And of course, Dale's version later gained renewed popularity when director Quentin Tarantino used it in his excellent 1994 film Pulp Fiction. And while we're on the subject of excellent films, I'd like to say, Willkommen, Bienvenue, Welcome, mein Damen und Herren, Mesdames und Messieurs, Ladies and Gentlemen, I am your host. And I'd like you to leave your troubles outside, because at Sid Valley Radio, life is beautiful, the audience is beautiful, and even the orchestra is beautiful. Kinks with I Need You, in case you didn't guess the title there, released on the 21st of May 1965 as the B-side to Set Me Free. And for me, that track is the equal of You've Really Got Me and All Day and All of the Night. There, I've said it, there's no going back. Enough of this nonsense. What's on this morning's show, I hear you ask, gripping your breakfast tables of excitement? Well, we'll be hearing from arguably the three greatest male soul vocal groups of the 60s and 70s, This week's jazz one is straight from the fridge. The current Mrs. Brown has gone for an absolute music legend who is not only one of the world's most successful recording artists, but arguably the most loved. And this week's threesome is all about two little boys. And before you turn off for reasons either aesthetic or moral, it has nothing whatsoever to do with Rolf Harris. Let's move on. I was never a great buyer of singles. Um, LPs were my, my bag, but when this came out, in uh, 1978 absolutely blew me away and I broke my habit. 
apologies, ladies and gentlemen. The news just cut in and halfway through Miss You or partway through Miss You. It's such a good track. I'm going to play it again. Rolling Stones, of course, with Mick Jagger and Keith Richards' Miss You, released as a single by the Stones in May 1978, one month in advance of their 14th studio album, Some Girls. Peaked at number three on the UK singles chart. Now, Jagger and Ronnie Wood insist that Miss You wasn't conceived as a disco song. 
Richards and Charlie Watts claim it was, and as usual, Bill Wyman said nothing. I hope you're having a wonderful Sunday out there. A very good morning to my good friend and sometime comrade in arms, John Shepherd, his lovely wife Elaine, and his son Ian, who's staying with them for the weekend. I hope you're enjoying the show. Technology aside, and a very good morning to Carly and Misha. I hope you're having a great Sunday too. Right, moving on to our next track. Um, it was released in nine, May 1965 as the B-side of her Bad Boys Coming Home, which immediately became a commercial flop, failing to chart in either the States or the UK. And if we fast forward to 1973, British Northern Soul DJ Richard Searling came across a copy of this um, almost decayed old single while on a trip to the States and uh, realised he'd found a gem. He introduced this B-side to the now well-established Northern Soul Club scene and created, if such a thing is possible, an instant classic. Absolutely marvellous. Gloria Jones and Tainted Love. Now, for the first of tracking our threesome this week, and as I promised, I'm going to tell you a story about two little boys. And if you're sitting comfortably, I'll begin. Um, In September 1962, three young North London mods were interviewed for an article called Faces Without Shadows by the then highly influential Town magazine, which was co-owned by future Conservative MP... Cabinet Minister and poster boy Michael Heseltine, and co-edited by the future king of the chat show, Michael Parkinson. Including among its contributors were writers Shirley Conran and Kingsley Amis, photographers David Bailey and Terence 
Donovan. So that will tell you it's not some sort of here today, gone tomorrow uh, magazine. It's pretty serious stuff. It was a glossy and slick publication aimed squarely aspirational and upwardly mobile young working class men bent on having a good time and better lives than their fathers had had. It's widely considered that it's this article, the first to feature mods in the national press uh, that, or media, that brought the movement into the national consciousness. Of the three interviewed, of the three interviewed, the um, the article and the pictures taken by future Vietnam War photographer Don McCullin concentrate heavily on the youngest, a guy called Mark Feld. Um, a precocious 15-year-old schoolboy who pontificates upon all things style and fashion and claims that his role model is going to be the Regency dandy Beau Brummel. Just four years and three name changes later, he turns up at the home of record producer and manager Simon Napier-Bell, waving a guitar and claiming that he's going to be a big star. And you know, he was quite right.
Mark Bolan, formerly Mark Feld. From the autumn of 1970 to the summer of 1973, Mark Bolan was arguably the biggest pop star in the UK, um, if not the world. He had 11 top 10 singles with T-Rex, four number ones, including Get It On from 1971. He was dressed by Zandra Rhodes, best buddies and rivals with David Bowie, and he was undoubtedly at the very forefront of the glam rock movement, which included the great Bowie, perennial Christmas cloud pleasers Slade, and the supremely inventive early Roxy music. His flame, although incandescent in those early 70s years, didn't burn for long. His career went into the doldrums, and sadly, just as he was launching something of a, a comeback, he was killed in a car crash in a mini driven by his partner, mother of his, of his son, and that was Gloria Jones, who we heard from a little earlier. On September the 17th, 1977, a mere 15 years after that interview with Town Magazine. Sad stuff. I promised you three of the greatest male soul acts of the 60s and 70s. So to save arguments, that we, we can pretty well say that's of all time. And here's the first. Magnificent Four Tops, Standing in the Shadows of Love, written and produced by Motown's main production team of Holland, Dozier and Holland, and the 
magnificent Levi Stubbs on lead vocal. Released on 28th of November 66, hit number 6 on the 1st of February UK and number 2 in the US. I'll tell you what, let's talk for a moment about Christmas. Yep, there are only 337 shopping days until the big day, and it will be here before we know it. Now, when I was a little boy, it always seemed that either the Beatles films, Hard Day's Night, or Help would be showed on Boxing Day. Not that I minded that one little bit, as you know, my love for the Beatles, and probably because I can't remember a single snowy Christmas throughout the 70s. It always seemed that the snowy scenes from the, from the latter film, Help, shot in Austria, together with this song, that most resonated with me.
fantastic the Beatles uh, ticket to ride released on the 9th of April 1965 the Fab Four's seventh consecutive UK number one uh, you're listening to Sid Valley Radio radio for the community by the community or as they say in Germany for die Gemeinschaft von der Gemeinschaft there now, as we've established a bit of a Mark Boland thing this morning, uh, let's have a glam rock classic, although it's much more than that, partly because it's written by David Bowie. And if you listen to the carefully, um, you'll hear not only T-Rex referenced, but the Beatles and the Stones too. Love it. When he was 25 Speed jive Don't want to stay alive When you're 25 And when you're stealing clothes From Marks and Sparks And Freddy's got spots From ripping up the stars From his face Funky little boat race Television man is crazy Sam with juvenile delinquent Rex
great stuff. Mop the Hoople from 1972 with the song that was given to them, given to them by David Bowie. You're listening to me, Adrian Brown, with the Sunday morning mod slot, or as my good friend would call it, Mr. Radio Caroline. Hello, hello, hello. It's Harry J All-Stars with Liquidator, which means we've reached the part of the show where the current Mrs Brown picks a track that really floats her boat, otherwise known as the housewife's choice. This week she's gone with... Well, what can I say? I like country and western about as much as I like tomatoes, arsenal and toothache, but I have to say that I do have a genuine love and admiration for our next artist, who in a career that is heading towards the 60-year mark has sold over 100 million records worldwide, has composed over 3,000 songs, won 189 awards, including 11 Grammys, out of 382 nominations, and that's nearly a 50% strike rate overall. She starred in a number of Hollywood films and countless TV shows, and still has finds the time to support several charitable institutions, including her own foundation in support of childhood literacy. Currently, over 1,600 local communities provide the foundation's imagination library to almost 850,000 children each month across the US, Canada, the UK, Australia and Republic of Ireland. And note this... In February 2018, she donated a 100th millionth free book. I am, of course, talking about the wonderful Dolly Parton, and there are two big things that I really love about Dolly. The first is that she is arguably the nicest and sunniest person you could possibly hope to meet in the music business. And the second is, born, raised and still living in a part of the United States that is perhaps not the most liberal and forward-thinking region in the nation, she continually displays real courage in standing up for her convictions and addressing two incredibly divisive issues. For balance, we won't go into these here, so I'll simply say, what a woman.
The lovely Dolly Parton with um, Here You Come Again, um, Mrs. Br- current Mrs. Brown's housewife's choice for this week. And I have just been informed by the current Mrs. Brown's daughter, Carly, that it was Dolly's birthday on Friday. So, Dolly, a happy belated 21st birthday. Right, let's have a bit of the ooh. And this is taken from their 1975 track, The Who by Numbers, released in the uh, UK on 16th of January 1976 and next track was a relative relative commercial success on both sides of the pond making number 10 in the UK and number 16 in the States I can't say too much about the meaning of the song because I really I don't know it's apparently it's filled with innuendo and double entendre and I, I don't know much about these sort of things but, um, but it might just explain why the plan for a Who television special in which Messrs Daltrey, Townsend, Entwistle and Moon were to perform the song surrounded by a hundred topless women playing accordions. And it was shelved. What I'd like to know is, these ladies, would they have actually played the accordions? Or would they have mimed? We'll never know. Music's alright 
Tweezebox from The Who. Now, when I was a snotty-nosed kid living in Barking in the 1960s, I've said this before, my parents didn't have much money and we didn't have many LPs knocking about the place. We had A Hard Day's Night and Help. We had a Herb Alpert album. Something ghastly by Joe, Mr. Piano Henderson. And a Reader's Digest classical box set and... That was more or less it. Um, we also had a few EPs. Remember those? And the one I particularly remember had a photograph of a very handsome black guy in a very natty dark suit and tie and a gorgeous pink shirt, every inch a mod, and I thought he looked so cool, and I still do. Um, the EP was called What Am I To You? And the artist was, of course, the wonderful Kenny Lynch, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of Kenny. Um he wrote this title track with the legendary Mort Schumann and it was released on the His Master's Voice label in 1964. And here it is, whisking me back 60 years. Oh my God, where's it all gone? What am I to you? Please tell me what Am I to you? Am I the one you hoped and prayed for? Am I the one you live each day for? Tell me, what am I to you? Am I just someone passing through? Someone who's there when you are lonely Someone who's there when you are only Wanting somebody to cling to Everyone needs someone to cling to Someone new Or will you stay With me forever And will you say That you could never Find someone new Kenny Lynch, what am I to you? Love that big Phil Spector mold of sound noise there. Wonderful. Right, it's time for the jazz one, and uh, this week's track is only four minutes and 25 seconds long, so if jazz isn't your bag, you'd better be sharpish about taking your comfort break. Drummer and band leader Chico Hamilton made his bones as a sideman for such jazz royalty as Lionel Hampton, Lester Young, Count Basie, Ellington, Nat King Cole, Sammy Davis Jr. and Billie Holiday. And he recorded his first album as a leader in 1955 and he formed a 
unusual quintet, um, LA-based, um, that featured a cello in addition to the more expected instruments like saxophone, trumpet, piano, etc. Um, Chico revamped his group several times in the years to come, and he embraced a diverse number of styles. And his 1966 album, The Dealer, is as pretty good an example of jazz fusion as you can get. The lineup is Archie Shep on piano, Larry Coyle on electric guitar, Arnie Lawrence on alto sax, Richard Davis on bass, and Chico on drums. It's an Archie Shep uh, composition, and it goes right by the rather tasty title of For Mods Only. Thank you. 
Chico Hamilton for Mods Only. You're listening to Sid Valley Radio. I hope you're having a really happy and wonderful Sunday morning. It's time for the second of our um, threesome this week, Mark Boland, and I'm going to tell you the second little boy story. I did say there's two little boys I've been mentioned. Not really important because it's, it's about me, but it's um, at the time when... Boland was in his pomp in the in the early seventies. A pretty miserable time for me. Um, my, my my parents divorced, and I had to change school. And I had to leave a school that was that I really liked to go to one that was pretty ghastly. And there, I, I was I was mildly bullied. Um, but the, the big thing was that it was around that time that I was starting to take an interest in in young ladies. And um, there were a couple of very pretty girls in in my class, and they took the what's it out of me continually because I loved the Beatles, I loved classical music, and I, I was really getting into modern jazz. And uh, all they would ever go on about was um, Donny Osmond, David Cassidy, and Mark Boland. And Bob, Bob's just turned grey and then green, so he's, he's obviously in agreement with me. Um, and I hated the three of them. I absolutely hated the three of them. All they would do is talk about Mark Bowen and, I, and, I, and Osmond and Cassidy. And I'd, and I'd see I'd see him on um, top of the pops, and I'd look at him and I think, what a jerk. Except it wasn't quite words like that. Things have changed. Um, Osmond and Cassidy still up on my Christmas card list, but I've re- really have grown to like. Mark Bolan, and um, here he is in November 1971.
Mark Boland, T-Rex, and with Jeepster, which was released on the 5th of November 1971 and made it to number two in the UK, initially beaten to the top slot <clears throat> excuse me, by Slade's Cause I Love You for its first week at number two, and fair enough, and then it was blocked from the top place during the second week by Benny Hill and Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West, for its remaining stay in the, uh, in the charts, four-week stand charts. Hey, that's rock and roll for you, isn't it? Um, next up is uh, second of our supreme male soul vocal acts of the 60s and 70s and here's a bit of old Smokey um, here he is with a number he wrote with Hank Crosby and Stevie Wonder Don't let 
Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, Tears of a Clown, which hit the number one spot in the UK charts for the week ending the 12th of September 1970. And quite right too. All I've got to say now is, mind the gap. Uh, going underground, released in March 1980 on Polydor as part of a double A side offering with Dreams of Children. Uh, Paul Weller written uh, Going Underground, 10th single, and the first of the Woking Boys four number ones. Now, if you're a regular listener to this show, and it's been all of three weeks now, uh, this time round, I never get tired of playing Georgie Fame and. The same goes for his excellent third album, uh, Sweet Things, which was released on the Columbia label in 1966. This is the gorgeous Sitting in a Park, written by the prolific songsmith Billy Stewart.
How lovely is that? Georgie Fame in the Blue Flame sitting in the park, released as a single on the 28th of December 1966, and it made it to number 12 on the UK charts on the 25th of January 67, the summer of love. Right, now for uh, my second favourite band, beginning with B, and that's Blur. Um, in 1990, a year before Blur's debut album, Damon Albarn, uh, confidently told a group of music journalists, when our third album comes out, our place as the quintessential English band of the 90s will be assured. This is a simple statement of fact. I intend to write it in 1994. And so he did. Park Life, released in April 1994, debuted at number one UK albums chart and stayed on the chart for 90 weeks. Certified four times platinum in the UK, it came to define the emerging Britpop scene, which in turn would form the backbone of the broader Cool Britannia movement. It is and was and remains one of the most acclaimed albums of the 1990s, leading critics at the time to wax lyrically, stating that the band realised their cheeky ambition to reassert all the style and wit, boy bonding and stardom aspiration that originally made British rock so dazzling. And then, retrospectively... By tying the past and the present together, Blur articulated the mid-90s zeitgeist and produced an epoch-defining record. And even Mancunian curmudgeon Noel Gallagher is on record as saying that Parklife was, and I'm not going to attempt um, a Mancunian accent, he said that Parklife was like Southern England personified. Now, that may be a backhanded compliment, but it's also the sort of thing that would have been directed at the Kinks 30 years previously. This is the opening track on, and first single from, this most excellent album.
wonderful blur with girls and boys as i said a couple of weeks ago the aforementioned noel gallagher who wasn't exactly noted for throwing compliments around like confetti declaimed that blur's lead guitarist graham coxon was the greatest guitarist of his generation was and still is noel old chap okay we're gonna get in our time machine and go for a couple of uh, back-to-back tracks from um, the 1960s uh Arguably, for me, the greatest year ever for rock and pop, 1966. First up, um, the home counties, Cliff Bennett and the Rebel Rousers with their cover of Sam and Dave's Hold On, I'm Coming. Thank you. 
actually Cliff Bennett and the Rebel Rousers, and now from a third, little further afield, Harlem, New York City, to be precise, here's Rex Garvin with his band The Mighty Cravers, and their 1966 recording on the Atlantic label, Socketum JB. The initials JB have a, a double meaning, as Garvin's delivery of the song is very much a nod in the direction of James Brown. And the other meaning? Well, just have a listen. Love it. Drex Garvin and the Cravers with Socket and JB, which of course references James Bond's books and films Doctor No, From Russia of Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball and Casino Royale, or as they say in the song Casino Royale. So the historian in me would say that this is a nice little primary source evidencing the influence of the British cultural invasion of the United States in the mid-60s. The DJ in me would say that it was later covered by a British band, The Specials, on their 1980 album, more specials it is time time is moving on it's time for our final offering from mark boland and t-rex um 20th century boy was released on the 2nd of march 1973 and went straight into the number three slot where it stayed for three weeks kept from rising any higher by slade's come on feel the noise the faces cindy cindy incidentally and i can hardly bring myself to say this 
Donny Osmond with the 12th of Never. <clears throat> right. I think this is Mark Bolan's best single. Um, it moves away from glam rock into something more substantial, and I think it would certainly have made it to number one had it been released a year earlier. Um, but fandom is a fickle thing. Just been discussing that with, with Uncle Bob. And um, poor old Mark, he was just about to hit the downward slope. This is the slightly extended play version.
the late, dare I say, great Mark Bowen in there with, um, whoa! Oh, when all your friends are around, girl, I'll work to put you down, girl, and laugh to see you cry. And yet, you're standing by I've tried to make it clear, girl That I don't want you near, girl The price is much too high Oh, and yet You're standing by And yet I tried to go on 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 without you I guess I better make my mind up But I've always known that I'd wind up loving you. sense girl and I want to say the past is just a pretense girl oh now I don't need to lie and I'm so glad that you're standing by yes yes I'm so glad that you're standing by girl Yes, I want to tell the world I'm so proud that you're my girl. Manfred Mann there, elbowing themselves rudely onto the show while I was in the middle of saying something, but not really important. And you don't mess about with Paul Jones anyway. Manfred Mann with your standing by, which was the B-side to their 1966 number one hit, Pretty Flamingo, recorded at the world-famous EMI Studios in Abbey Road, Okay, the aforementioned Paul Jones on vocals and future Cream member Jack Bruce on bass. And that was far, far too good to be a B-side. I think it's actually the best B-side I've ever heard. A very good morning to Debbie. I hope uh, you're having a lovely Sunday morning. I need to tell you something about Debbie. Um, she is a very important person because, first of all, she provides me with a beer on Sunday lunchtime. Uh, secondly, uh, she looks after Monty, um, our, our wonderful cat. When Mrs. Brown and I go away on our jollies, um, Auntie Debbie looks after Monty, and um, I think he actually looks forward to it. And the third thing is uh, her and her, her husband, Steve, are, are both Tottenham Hotspur supporters, and that makes them 
very wise and intelligent people in my book. See you later, Debs. Um, the current Mrs. Brown and I are very keen on cinema, but as with many other things, we prefer it from the comfort of our sofa. Uh, one of our favourites is the uh, 1960s spy thriller, The Ipcrest File, made in 1965 and starring Michael Caine, who was a bit of a mod icon. Where's this all leading you? Where's this all leading, I hear you ask? Well, it's leading straight to everyone's favourite scar and pop band. We get ya, ya, ya. We get ya, ya, ya. I am Michael Caine. He's walking where I'm afraid I don't know. I see the diamond jumping from the windows. This panic and I Somebody scream. He picks up useless paper and puts it in my pocket. I'm trying very hard to keep my fingers clean. I can't remember. Tell me what's his name. My name is Michael Caine. And all I wanted was a Laughing, it's another broken morning. I see a shadow and call out to try and warn him. He didn't seem to hear, just turned away. The quiet fellow follows, points his finger straight at you. He had to sacrifice his
Marvellous Madness with Michael Caine. 1984 with Cathal Smythe, uh, otherwise known as Chaz Smash on lead vocals rather than Suggsy. And yes, it is the great man providing his own voice. The story goes that Caine had never heard of the Nutty Boys and turned down the offer to perform on the track. Happily for all concerned, his daughter had heard of the crew from, from Camden, persuaded her old, mind, uh, her old man to change his mind. Rest is history. Not many people know that. Alas, time is moving on. It's our final male vocal soul number for this week. And this classic, uh, written by Norman Whitfield, Cornelius Grant and Eddie Holland of the Holland Doze in Holland fame, was released in November 1966. And it has class written all over it. Have grown cold As if someone else Controls your very soul I fool myself Long as I can Can feel the presence Of another man It's there when you speak my name It's just not the same Ooh, baby I'm losing you It's in the air Reflection of a place I see. I'm hurt, downhearted, the world girl. Cause that face doesn't belong to me. Marvellous Temptations with David Ruffin on lead vocals. Uh, Shake, written by Sam Cooke, would prove to be his final recording session for his untimely death in December 1964, and it would go on to be a posthumous top ten hit in February 66. It's also been recorded by Eric Bird and the Animals, Otis Redding, Ike and Tina Turner, Rod Stewart, The Supremes, and Otis Redding, who I've already mentioned. And in 1966, The Big O delivered an absolute knockout rendition on ITV's mod show Ready Steady Go in the company of Eric Burden and Chris Farlow. This is the really, really superb Small Faces cover version, which featured as the opening track on their debut eponymous album, which was released on Decca on 11th of May 
1966. Faces and Shake. Next up, we have an absolute blinder from uh, jazz soul funk songbird Marlena Shaw. She's born on September the 22nd, 1942, in New York, and she is still giving it out loud and strong today. This is Look at Me, Look at You. Take my word for it, it's just so good. No, don't take my word for it. I'll play it and you can make your own minds up. <laughs> Look at me, look at you, look at you, look at me. See my eyes, see your eyes, watching me, watching you. Out of space 
Told you it was good. The lovely Marlena Shaw from 1977. Right, moving swiftly on. A great band from Northampton, The Moons. This is their 2010 standalone single, Everyday Heroes.
Just got time for a bit of the Newcastle upon Tyne's finest export, apart from brown ale, the animals. You know what's coming. In this sturdy old part of the city, where the sun refused to shine, people tell me there ain't no use in trying.
I'm coming home now right away I'm coming home baby now I'm sorry now I ever went away Every night and day I go and stay I'm coming home baby my word, we've got to get out of this place too because here is the estimable Mr Mel Torme to give notice that today's edition of the Mod Slot has run its course and that Time's winged chariots is not only hovering near, it's actually parked outside the studio sound in its horn and you can't get much more profound than that. I hope you've had a good time this morning listening to the tracks as much as I have and I also hope that you'll pay a return visit next week so we can listen to some more of the world's best popular music together and it won't be the same if you're not here. In the interim, I'll be doing my best to unearth some more musical gems so I can keep you entertained and enlightened and this show as fresh as a daisy. I'm going to leave you now in the very capable hands of Gavin Stewart with his listener's choice, and he's up at 11 o'clock in a minute. And I'm going to toddle back to Brown Towers, where I hope something ice-cold and extremely alcoholic is waiting for me, and I'm not talking about the current Mrs Brown. Have a super Sunday, have a wonderful week, keep smiling, and until next time, keep the jolly old faith. Take it away, Mel. I'm coming home, baby. Back now, no more. I'm pressing on, baby, now. And pacing up and down the floor. Oh, hear me holler and hear me roar. Say you'll be with me. Gonna be with you evermore. I'm coming home. I'm coming home, baby, now. Oh, baby, say you're coming home. That's what I say. I say I'm coming home. Something's wrong. The road is long, baby, now. Or to be the right of I'm coming home and never more to roam. Baby, tell me you. Maybe I'm for sure coming.